I applaud the entire um, adult beverage community for their service during yeah. the candy. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Time for Promo Upfront Podcast, episode number 47. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. With me, as always, the field marshal of frozen pizza, the one and only Kirby Hossaman. Kirby, how the hell are you today? I'm doing well, doing well. It's, uh, you know, this, it's this time of year where in Ohio, it went from 50 to 90 in the course of like two days. And so all of the trees have lost their mind. And so the pollen count is, I don't know, a million. And so my allergies are acting up every time I go outside and my eyes are swelling up and all that sort of thing. But, you know, that's just, that just tells me that spring is here and summer's on its way. And I like all that stuff. So how are you, bud? I'm good. You, you say allergies, I hear excuses, but that's fine. Um, I don't even know what that means. I just felt like saying it. Um, no, things are going well. It's been a whirlwind week. Uh, just very busy, um, but things are going really well. And I'm just stoked about a lot of things, a lot of things on the horizon. You know what I'm really stoked about though, Kirby? What's that, Bill? Thank you so much for knowing to ask in such a very, very direct way. I'm really stoked about using AMP. It's that beautiful end user friendly email developed by our good pals over at Promo Pulse. And it's there, they send it direct to your customers using content from the preferred suppliers you get to pick right off of Promo Pulse. It's, it's like super easy. Yeah. It's not 10 minutes easy. That's easy. It's not even like eight minutes easy, which is ridiculously easy. This is, we're talking five minutes easy. You pick your suppliers, you upload your logo and your list. You customize your email and landing page with your logo and contact information. You set your sending frequency uh, up to once a week and a distributor can literally set it and forget it. And Kirby, I know you love the retail look of it. One mm -hmm. of the distributors who uses AMP said it reminded him of Nordstrom, yeah. um, which is really, really cool. I know you're getting results out of AMP and it's really kind of become a really important uh, arrow in your quiver of sales. Yeah, I love that arrow in my quiver. Yeah. And, you know, at the end of the day, we both know that Jason, when Jason does something, he does it right. And he has developed it, um, you know, from its beginning to where it is now. And the reporting on it is really cool. That's actually one of the things I really love because whenever you're going to do something like this, we talk about brand marketing and direct marketing. This is a direct marketing piece. It's something that you can look at, you can measure, hey, my clients are clicking on it. This is even like, I'm getting leads from it and that's great. But when you see, just like a social media post, when you see your clients engaging with it, even if it isn't an order, you know it's peaking interest, it's creating brand value. And so I, I've, I think it's really, really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I love to hear that. And, and my favorite testimonials from Kara Keister from Social Good Promotions. She said in just a few short months, she was in the beta group, just like I knew you were. Um, in just a few short months, we've seen an increase in click-through purchases made directly from the product presented in the monthly email and better engagement by our clients in advance of upcoming events. AMP has been a huge asset in keeping our sales pipeline full. I, I don't know who could say it better than that, quite right. honestly. That's fantastic. So 
There's over 2,000 suppliers to choose from. No customer list is too big. Each email includes 20 fresh posts of inspiration, and they use a combination of machine learning and uh, human curation to find the best training content for your clients. So you want to learn more about this. It is really kind of a game changer when it comes to email in our industry, email marketing for distributors. So head over to promopulse.io slash AMP, A-M-P. You're not going to be sorry you did. Now, Kirby, you have... Just, you're about to display an incredible amount of courage by sharing what your upfront topic is this week in the world of the promotional products industry merchandise for people and humans. What you got? Yeah, so we were talking just before we started recording. Some weeks it's easy, some weeks it's hard to come up with topics. I was a little more thin this week, but this was one that I've been thinking about. So, and it is promo related. So, the I what got me thinking about this is I got the email saying that the Women's Leadership Conference is coming up, and mm-hmm. obviously it is they're they're doing that virtually still. They just did just did Spark, right? They just did. Uh, Spark. They did just did virtual Spark. I think about yep. two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. And again, I am quite confident that they will do those. Spark was probably really good. Women's Leadership Conference will be really good. Um, But ASI Chicago is coming up. And it feels like every single person I'm talking to, and so many of us are hungry to get back after it. Um, I'm super curious to see what the attendance is going to be like. Um, I guess my question is, and this is just to kick off the topic, is to say, do, do you think that this is going to be that first big event from the industry that's going to start kind of propel us toward opening back up? Or is this going to be just another step? Or what's your take on ASI Chicago? Are you going, you know, all that sort of thing? Uh, I think it's, uh, I think it's a huge thing. I don't think it was intended to be. Um, I know Tim was uh, kind of, you know, trying to figure out, do we go ahead and go forward with ASI Chicago? or do we not? And he announced that ASI Chicago was going to be a live event weeks before the CDC mask uh, Mm -hmm. guidelines changed. So he was a little, very much ahead of the curve there. And I think it's a stroke of genius and brilliance by the the folks at ASI. Um, They took a gamble and the gamble is paying off because the, you know, the, the, the pandemic seems to be slowing quite a bit. The, The mask guidelines are being lifted. And so it's always a great event. ASI Chicago is always a fabulous event. It's kind of that signature midsummer uh, event for our industry in terms of a trade show. And I think it's only going to be amplified by a, a magnitude of, of a thousand yeah. because I think you're going to see a lot of people there. Now it's for me, I'm not going, I'd like to go. I'm not going. Cause that is a week we've set aside uh, just out of, uh, of uh, coincidence that we're going to do some fun things with the kids before they head off to college. So uh, not going to attend. I would like to attend. I'm I'm bummed that I'm not, but I think it's been, I think it's a very bold strategic move by ASI. And uh, I I applaud them for kind of being the first in our industry to do a national show um, and say, we're doing it live and in person. We're going to have safeguards in place. And so uh, what do you think about it, Kirby? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. I, I'd heard somebody say, I think it's going to be like a big regional. Um, and that may be the case uh, from a numbers perspective. Um, a, I think that's okay. But B, I think it's going to be a real opportunity for those suppliers. Th- th- this is what's in my mind is I think there are going to be some suppliers that you think are going to, that should be there that won't be there. They'll just, some people are still making those decisions. That's not a critique. Right. Um, and then though I think there'll be some smaller suppliers that will have a real opportunity to shine, like yeah. if that won't be overshadowed by some of the bigger ones that aren't there. So, yeah. I, I and I think 
the reason I think it's a real opportunity is I think that distributors are hungry for this because clients are hungry for this. Uh, and I say that to say, like, they're hungry for new ideas. They're hungry. I've got clients reaching out to me and say, asking me to meet them in person. People are in every region's different. I totally understand that. But I, I think that um, people are going to come away from that show fired up. It's, I, I think it's the beginning of, of sort of a launch of our industry back to yeah. nor some normalcy. And you said something interesting that, you know, people are saying it's going to be a large regional. I think in the PP world, the pre-pandy world, uh, the pre-pandemic <laughs> world, I think ASI Chicago was a large regional show. Yeah. Um, I think the rules have now changed. I think this year, everybody's itching to get out. Everybody's itching to get in front of people. It is not a regional show. It is not a large regional show. It is a national show. Yeah. And maybe it's now, maybe this propels it, uh, pro, you know, propels yeah. it to being a national show going forward. Mm. Um, so I don't know. It would be very interesting. I'm just, I just really applaud the leadership of Tim uh, and the team over there at ASI. And I think it's fantastic. And I know you do too. I'm not, are you going to go? I, I, so July is, it's funny. Mm. It, I'm, I'm not, I never go to ASI Chicago, not because of anything yeah. bad, but July is my month to do fun stuff. <laughs> and yeah. if I, I do my annual golf outing, I do a family vacation. And so by the time I do those two things, I, I struggle to take the time out of the office. If, if well, it were in August, I'd probably do it, but. Well, I understand July is your month to do fun stuff. I think going to ASI Chicago would be fun, but that's just me. And you can take that up with the good people <laughs> at ASI. Kirby, let's move on, shall we? Um, <laughs> Thanks for that. I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm kidding. Um, hand sanitizer overstock, Kirby. Uh, hand sanitizer has become the fidget spinner of our industry in a very quick, uh, very short order. I don't know if you saw this. Um, so it was an article I saw actually at ASI. This is apparently, by the way, this podcast is not sponsored by ASI, <laughs> but we do love our friends at the Institute of Specialty Advertising. Yep. Anyway, um, uh, Brandon Mackey from Snugs was, or McKay was uh, quoted as saying, the market has cooled in recent weeks and many suppliers have dated product that will expire and it'll become urgent for them to sell them in the immediate future. Mm -hmm. So um, supply is way ahead of demand, prices have tumbled, they're taking up space that could be used by other products that people are now buying because you know they're not we're not so concerned with hand sanitizer anymore, big discounts and give it giveaways and I'm, and I'm wondering, I want you to put yourself in the seat of a supplier where you kind of roll the dice a little bit, and you have a bunch of hand sanitizer. What do you do with it? Yeah, and it's dated product, so I mean it's it's going to expire at some point. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I always say that we're we're at the tail end of the snake on a lot of trends. I'm literally still selling hand sanitizer. Um, Are you? And I think, um, I mean, this week I have, and I mean, we're talking people in healthcare. So yeah. I I I think this is going to ebb and flow a little bit. And, and the product being dated is a great point. But I think, yeah, it's we were selling hand sanitizer before this. It, yeah. And 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 in my opinion, and I think it. it it is upon us distributors to continue to tell that story. Guys, I get it. Cases are going down, but we still need to wash our hands. We still need to take care. And I think that's yeah. still a, a way that you can talk about taking care of your prospects and customers and your employees. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm still having that conversation. And I think continuing to double down, you asked about from a supplier perspective, yeah. is to continue mm -hmm. telling that story that no, it's still important. Not just 
don't just back off of it because uh, the trend is this. I think you still tell that story about how this is one of the ways, you know, calendars are a million years old. Uh, right. Awards are a million years old. They still matter. And so I think Absolutely. it's just a matter of doubling down on telling the story. I think, I think you're right. And I would add to that. So I don't want to be the redundant man of redundancy here, but I would add to that where I think you can, it's a different play now. Now it's not, Hey, you need hand sanitizer on you at all times. I think the, the conversation is um, when you're traveling, you want to make sure to have that with you. It's smart. Yeah. We've learned there's things we've learned from the pandemic. You know, there's a reason why people didn't get colds, didn't get sick. And one of those yeah. reasons is because people used hand sanitizer. Yeah. Maybe a and little wash overboard. Their hands. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a little overboard at times, you know, when we were, especially at the beginning of the pandemic, when we were concerned that uh, the virus was going to be transmitted on plastic grocery bags and things like that. But to have that in, you know, have a, a small one ounce bottle of hand sanitizer. That's what I call it, hand sand. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Of- yeah. That's what, that's what, that's what the cool kids call it. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but you can have that in your purse, your backpack, have one in your car. It's just a good thing to have. And I think, so you, you talk about it just differently. Yeah. Talk and I tell you, it's funny you say that because, and you know this about me, I was the opposite of a germaphobe before this mm-hmm. happened. I mean, you and I have been at stories where I see, I saw people with hand sanitizer and I would mess with them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Mandy Rudd. Um, but so, but now I think it's one of those things where I think I've grown and evolved. Now I'm still not a germaphobe by any stretch of the imagination, but I am more cognizant of it. Now I now have hand sanitizer in my truck. Why? Because there are disgusting people out there. And and I didn't. And so occasionally I get back in my truck and kind of layer up and try to be a little safer. I have some in my car still and I have it just because there's times I get in my car. I'm like, man, I wish I could wash my hands. Like, oh, I guess I can. So I think I think really, though, in the grand scheme of things, the best news to come out of this is that the uh, the with demand completely tumbling, the distilleries that had switched to um, making hand sanitizer back to making like vodka and tequila and whiskey. So I applaud the entire, um, adult beverage community for their service during yeah. the candy. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And, and, and speaking of that, I'd like yeah. to talk, if you don't mind Kirby, I have something that's very near and dear to my Billy promo heart. I'd like to share. Okay. And that would be my promotional product this week. Now, um, last week I had my father-in-law in town and my mother-in-law and, and family as we celebrated my kids graduating high school mm-hmm. and my dad and I did, my father-in-law and I did a whiskey tasting I saw and it picture. was a lot of fun. Yep. Yeah, it was a great fun. And we used this fabulous six ounce Glencairn glass, wow. uh, from Jay Charles, which is part, it's a uh, number three, three, three S two. And this is an actual official Glencairn glass. Got a beautiful, you can't see it if you're just listening to us, but a beautiful deep etch of the brand yep. of eight logo. Looks and great. it really, the, the glass is designed to really open up a, a whiskey so that you can really get immersed in the actual situation so it's the sights it's the smells it's it just envelops you it's the whole experience so really cool product here for someone who likes the finer things in life or someone like me who just likes cool stuff but it's a really good glass and it's very well made and it's really really cool awesome. it's a cool looking glass that it really yeah, it is. is that's cool. all right kirby you got another topic for us all right you know I, I was going to go a different direction but i want to go because of what you just brought up um i want to go with this one um we've spent a lot of time on things where it's like, okay, over the past year during this pandemic, there are things that we had to do differently. And Mm -hmm. I think that there are some things that we're like, Oh my God, I can't wait to get back to Mm -hmm. ASI Chicago, right? Like uh, in-person events. But I wanted to ask you um, what, 
did you change over the course of that pandemic, this pandemic, mm -hmm. um, that you'll keep doing? Like, so that we did, some, we've, we've changed our behaviors in a number of ways. Um, mm -hmm. And there's some things we changed. And I can go first because, again, I know that um, I'm kind of dropping this on you. And there's a it's few okay. things that I did that mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, I'll keep doing that. And I'll give you a, a, just an example uh, high school. So, like our local mm -hmm. high school. Last year, we did videos for all the graduation ceremonies. We're not going to keep doing that. But one of the things they wanted, they did to try and make seniors feel special is they did giant banners. We actually did them with Showdown. And we put them on the court square with pictures of all the graduating seniors. We did it again this year. Like, because we looked around, I was like, well, that's kind of cool. We should keep doing it. Yeah. And so I, that's the spirit of the question, if that makes sense. So, yeah. Um, so things I'll keep doing, I, I definitely will keep working from home. Okay. I mean, that, yep. that, that was fair. a change. Yep. Uh, I'll definitely keep working from home. I think one of the things I'll, I'll also keep doing is I've really learned, one of the things I'm not good at at times is uh, stepping away. I am working from home makes that I, even harder sometimes. Right? It does. But one thing I've really introduced, the only money we really spent during the pandemic in terms of home improvement, we bought a sofa that the dog destroyed, but <laughs> I had to replace that. But uh, we spent money on our out, outside area, uh, the mm -hmm. back 40. And so I uh, got a couple more cooking vehicles, but that's beside the point. Got, got uh, a TV out there and have a, nice. uh, have a, have a, a sound system out there, mm, have a fire uh, pit and all these things. And so when I need a break, because generally I'll just sit in here and just grind, 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 grind. I will go out there and either just take a deep breath or sometimes I'll take my laptop out there and work. And that's been very, very helpful in terms of jarring my own creativity. So I'm going to make sure to keep doing that. I like that's that. become an everyday thing. And, um, you know, taking, I think the other thing I'll, I'll keep doing is really um, expanding my cooking horizon. So it's more of a personal thing, but yeah, I've learned like to make very, very different things is not just, you know, I know everybody thinks it's just a smoked meat festival, um, you know, over here, but I, you know, I've got probably 40 recipes I want to try this summer. There's some really cool salads. I want to learn how to do a couple other things. So I've really accelerated my learning during the pandemic. So I'm going to continue learning new things. And a lot of it's around cooking and a lot of it's around things like that. No, I like that's, that. That's, that's what comes to mind. I'm sure it's that's, not in the spirit of your question. No, but. it's perfect. Again, there's no right answer. So um, I, it's, it's funny, actually, I have, a, I have one similar. So the first one might surprise you. Um, so we had to do virtual events um, yep. and I almost repelled against them uh, mm -hmm. because I'm like, okay, we got to get back to live events. I actually, virtual events is something I'll still do when done right, when done. Like um, I was actually, I talked mm -hmm. to Mark Graham about this and I'm like, I, I can't wait to, like they're going to do SKUCon again this year. I'm in, yeah. I'm going to be there, right? Right. But he talked about one of the ways that it democratized some of those events that people who would never go to Vegas got Absolutely. to go. And I was like, you know, he had a, like, and I think there's a place for both. So I would there say, is. Um, so virtual events is something I will actually continue some. And well, then, like you said, if I can interject when they're yeah. done well, and, yeah. and I know you mentioned soapbox earlier, but you know, they've done something that has created this very, uh, you know, it's a, it's a very brief day for you. You can meet four yeah. suppliers and be, and I love that they've hit on something 100%. very, very cool there. So continue. I apologize. Yeah, no, actually. And it leads nicely into the next one. So zoom sales calls. So virtual mm -hmm. sales calls, I will both both giving and receiving. That's something that I didn't do a lot of in, in you know, pre-pandemic. I will absolutely take those sales calls from suppliers, just like you talked about the promo soapbox, but other ones, um, 
I've gotten value out of those. Yeah. Um, and so, and then on the other side, hopping on a call with a client, I'll, I'll do mm -hmm. that when it's appropriate. And that's been good. And then the final one I had was I, I actually didn't do a lot in this area, but I'm looking forward going, I want to is do some improvements to my home. If I, if COVID has taught us anything, if, if I am going to be, uh, quarantined or stuck someplace. I want it to be a place that's an oasis for me. Um, yeah. And that's, uh, that's some things that I want to uh, work. Very on. cool. So, yeah. That's so. awesome. I love that. Great question. Great question. All right, Kirby, I called you at the top of the podcast, the field marshal frozen pizza. And there was a reason. I had a few. Uh, <laughs> are you familiar with, are you familiar with DiGiorno frozen crust am, rising yeah. pizza? Okay. Yeah. Are you a fan? Are you, do you like, yeah, frozen I like, I like pizza? DiGiorno. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. I don't know if you know this, but they're bringing the merch. Uh, as we've talked about this, they're bringing the promotional products, Kirby. Okay, they're sold it. exclusively on their website. And I want to share a couple, of, if I may, if, no, if, if with your permission, sir. 100%. Can't wait to hear. Cheesy sliced pizza socks. Okay. Croissant, croissant crust pillows. There's two sizes, throw and floor. Okay. Pizza and croissant service tumbler. So nice. Actual branded Turvis Tumblr. Love it. Uh, a wall clock that tells you it's always time for DiGiorno pizza. Love it. Love it. Okay. And of course, you got some apparel. You have a rising crust pizza hoodie. Okay. Okay. The hoodie. hoodie and then a sense. croissant crust pizza lounge set. Okay. Um, and <clears throat> so I, I, I don't want to ask a question like, okay, what do you think about that? We, I think we all love the tie-ins for. Mm -hmm. Uh, promo. Anytime you can get promo involved, and obviously larger companies are using it, and they're using it publicly, right? As opposed to just for like sales meetings, things like that. But I, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, and I, as I prepared, Kirby, okay. now you have some fast food restaurants in Coshocton, Ohio, <laughs> and I'd like you to are fascinated with Coshocton, Ohio, here recently. I, I love Coshocton. <laughs> okay. Um, well, you are the you are the captain of Coshocton. There's no I, question about that. I'd like to know what you would recommend for the following fast food outlets in Coshocton. Okay. Oh, okay. So okay. So the, this is going to be geared toward the Coshoctonites. Is that, is okay. That All right. I love it. Are you a Coshoctonite? Sure. Coshoctonian. Kashaktonian. Oh, I like that. That's very regal sounding. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell. Okay. So what kind of so what kind of promotional product would you suggest they to to get more people to go to Taco Bell and Kashakton with the Kashaktonians? Kashaktonian, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Absolutely. So being so, being the target audience. Yeah, I would say the thing that pops into my head is uh some sort of backpack. Uh, or like a, a drawstring backpack, depending on your budget or mm -hmm. whatever. But I, I think you could do some really cool, not only uh, I think that that would make sense for the, the folks who go there, but I think it would also be a great billboard walking mm -hmm. around okay. Main Street in Kishok. Like it, Hardee's. Now, for those of you who are not familiar with Hardee's mm -hmm. and you live on the West Coast, That's it's Carl's, Carl's Jr. Jr. It's yeah. the same restaurant. It so makes, Hardee's, Kirby. P.S. That makes no sense. Like no. they should pick a lane. Um, no. And I, well, I, I, I actually, I, I, I really like Hardee's. So or Carl's Jr. Yeah. I just want to know who Carl is. Yeah. I just, just tell me what it is. I'm good either way. Okay. Uh, so pick a lane. That would be my number one thing. Yep. Okay. Um, okay. I let's see. So they're the, so if you don't. No, they're very well known for their burgers. They make Correct. big, like audacious burgers. Mm -hmm. So I, it's, maybe that's strange, but like some sort of towel. Um, okay. So like a beach towel or like a rally towel where you could literally talk about, you know, mm -hmm. you need a towel this big to clean up after having a burger you could do, that big. You know how the fast food restaurants, you have like brown 
napkins that are folded weird you could maybe yeah. do a towel on that type of presentation absolutely it, like they have some some uh, attitude about yeah. their like they put a thing out because they will they will bring out your burger to you they used oh, yeah. to but you know back when you could eat in a place um right. and they had a thing that said if if our burgers look like that we wouldn't bring them to you either or something mm -hmm. like that and i'm like i almost would put something like that on it you know that would okay yeah, something with a little I like shade. it so far only two more, only two more. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, Dairy Queen, but this is this is very, I want to be very clear on this. This is a brazier Dairy Queen, which means that they cook in that Dairy Queen. So it's not just your uh, dipped cones and your dilly bars and things like that. You can actually get like a Texas Hunger Buster and all sorts of other things there. So Kirby, what say you? I, I, again, I'm making I, you think this week. I'm yeah, no, I like it. Is, by the way, is this the game or is this just a topic? No, this is the game. This is the topic. Okay, this is just, okay. So it's, I, it's just so fun. It feels like a game. Yeah, that's right. It does. Okay, so I'm going to go with some sort of cooler bag. Uh, okay, so Ooh, I love could, it. Yeah, so um, obviously keep mm -hmm. your food, but it would keep your ice cream if you put it in there okay. too. So I'm thinking the one that pops in my head is there's a thin one, uh, Urban Peak from Starline that kind of has a little like soft that. cooler bag as well. We are showcasing your creativity. Last one, Kirby, KFC. Oh, I love KFC. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah. I did not know you were such a big fan. I So it's funny. My whole life with KFC, I always thought it was kind of expensive. And then I finally figured out how to order. Um, and so, well, I mean, for fast food. Like, yeah. you can drop 30 bucks on a bucket of chicken like that. And can you? Like, I have no idea. I, I'm super cheap. So, um, You're okay. thrifty. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm also cheap. Um if it's not on sale, it's not for sale. Um, okay, so a promotional product for KFC, KFC. For, for whatever they whatever. God, feels like it has to do something with a bucket, <laughs> right? Um, mm -hmm. So I think you could have some fun with an apron. Um, okay. Like so, I, if I if I budget wasn't a thing, I actually think mm -hmm. some sort of grilling kit. So okay. you could actually literally have a bucket and put it in the mm -hmm. bucket. And so it's a bucket of chicken and a grilling set that included an apron, tongs, so that you could, and maybe like, like some sort of seasoning that came from KFC. I like your bucket idea. I was actually, when you said that, I'm like, how about how cool it would be? Cause you do a plastic beach bucket in mm -hmm. summer yeah. for kids with the, yeah. with the, the bucket like there. Too. All right. Good stuff. So that, okay. that's, that's, that's fun. Um, hey, how about a game? <laughs> Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, Bill, this is called Bill Mailed It In this week. No, um, this is great. I was, this is fun. So this game is called Rumble in the Jungle, Kirby versus the Beast. So there was a recent survey by YouGov of, of people, and they, they polled folks if they could beat specific animals, if they could um, defeat, you could beat them in a fight if they were unarmed, okay? okay. So what I'm going to ask you is, you're unarmed. I'm going to ask you specific animals. Could you beat them in a fight? That I, I'm not going to tell you. Does it mean you kill them? I'm, do, can you beat them in a fight? Okay. And I'll, I'll I'll give you the percent of people who said they could beat these animals in a fight. Okay. So this is Kirby Kirby Hossman versus the beasts. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So I'll just ask the question. To start. Which of the following animals, if any, do you think you could beat in a fight if you were unarmed? Okay. Okay. Rat. Yeah, that dude's dying. <laughs> okay, 70, 72% said they could beat a rat. House cat? Uh, for days. Okay, 69% said they could do that. A goose. Wait, 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 time out, yeah. time out. More people struggle to beat a cat than a rat? 
by by three percent. Yes. Okay. All right. That makes me uh, sad goose. for for folks, yeah. but a goose, uh, goose. Uh So a goose is actually more intimidating than you think if you've ever walked up on one. Oh, yeah. But yeah, absolutely. If if it came down okay. to it, that. It, I'm, I'm beating that in a fight. All right. Sure. 61% of the respondents said they could also take a goose. Yep. Um, medium sized dog. Of course. Okay. Absolutely. 49%. I, only yeah. 49% that said they could do that. Yeah. I think with dogs, it's, it really has to do with um, voice control. And if, if, you have, if you've ever been out on a run and one's charged you, and uh, like not medium sized dogs, I have big dogs come at okay. me when on runs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay. All right, if you say so. Um, eagle, bald eagle. Um, and be careful here because you're saying you're going to beat up America. Yeah, I know. Uh, no, I was, I'm not, no, I'm joking. I was actually thinking that. I'm like, great, somehow I'm going to piss off America. I wanted to lay um, a bear trap for you. Um, think you could beat an eagle? I think if it came down to life or death, I, I'd figure out how to live, okay. but, but. I, I don't know about that. That's they okay. are those are some mean spirited things. Only only thirty percent of people said they could be new. Okay, Kirby, large dog. Yeah, for sure. Okay, only twenty three percent of people said they yep. could do that. Chimpanzee. Hmm. God, chimpanzees are so cute. I wouldn't want oh, to be a bunch of when they're angry. Oh no, I get it. They're angry. They're angry, and they always go for your yeah. your lower front bottom. So. Yeah. <laughs> You have you to be speak very from experience. I, I do not. I do not. I just maybe I did a little research, Kirby. Yeah. Maybe I did my own research. Uh, I, I would I, I get my natural reaction is to think I'm going to win in a fight. So I'm going to say yes, but I, I struggle. I've seen Planet of the Apes. Okay. 17% so they could beat a chimpanzee. King Cobra. Yeesh. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say no. Okay, I agree. Uh, yeah. Only fifteen percent said they could best a king cobra. I mean, again, I would try, but it's a matter of getting it by the head. <laughs> like, yep. uh, here, king cobra. I just did that one. Kangaroo. Yeah. I was gonna say, what just happened? Um, kangaroo. Yeah, I think the kangaroo would take me, especially okay. especially if it's a full size kangaroo. Those things are bigger yeah. than you think. Fourteen percent said uh, they could beat up a kangaroo. Uh, a rabid wolf. A rabid wolf. Okay. Yeah, uh, I added the rabid part. It's really just wolf, but it sounds much more intimidating when you throw the word rabid in front yeah, of it. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, I don't. Let's I, go I, with wolf. I don't love my chances with a rabid wolf. Okay, twelve percent said they could beat a wolf. Crocodile. No, absolutely. Nine percent of people think they can beat a crocodile unarmed. Yeah, and 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 good for them. Here, here's yeah. again. Here's your PSA of the day. If you run into a crocodile. They're really fast, so but they have tunnel vision. So run zigzag, zigzag away from them because yeah. they're dumb as shit. <laughs> All right, only four more Kirby. A gorilla? Nope. Like I, I'd no love to yet. say I could, but no. But I said this is what I find fascinating. Eight percent of people think they could take a gorilla. I mean, maybe eight no percent of them are the Rock, but I'm. I, I'm not I don't think a rocket. I don't think Dwayne Johnson could take a gorilla. All right, Kirby. Elephant? Of, of course not. Okay. Of course, 8% I mean they're, they they're, take... they're ginormous. Eight yeah. percent said they could beat an elephant. Lion. Again, we've gotten to the area where I, okay. I, 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 I am so, I'm introspective enough that a lion so, would take me. <laughs> so six percent. The last one's a grizzly bear. You're going to say no. What ba- ba- baffles me about this? 
six percent of people think they could take a grizzly bear unarmed absolutely most of them live in appalachia i know these people that that's just (laughs) dumb but you know what's not dumb kirby that's using amp if you're looking to send really classy looking emails to your clients from a distributor perspective but you don't want to do a lot of work we said it was easy Mm -hmm. i don't think that's fair it's super easy folks that's right five (laughs) minutes easy you pick your suppliers you upload your logo and your list you customize your email and landing page with your logo and contact information you set your sending frequency which is up to once a week and a distributor can literally set it and what kirby they can forget it and i but can i if i can say you can say it's really easy but it also looks really nice, which is That's super, super important. <laughs> like it, yeah, it looks no, great. it's a, extremely elegant. It's a yeah. very, it's, it's an email that's designed to be opened. Right. Okay. Yeah. A lot of emails we all see aren't, these are designed to be, see, be open. So you want to learn more, head over to promopulse.io backslash amp, A-M-P. Um, and you're not going to be sorry you did. Well, I, for one, Kirby, I'm scared to see you the next time because you think you can beat up a, <laughs> A king cobra, possibly no. a chimpanzee, large dog, eagle, medium-sized dog, goose, rat, and house cat. I am very a scared of cat? you now. Seriously? Cats freak me out. That's right.